Hey, Viking fans. It is episode 143 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin joined by Brian Johnson. And uh, Brian, no more football for the Vikings. What are we going to do tonight, Rube? <laughs> I don't know. It's been 10 straight Friday nights uh, covering Viking football, and we'll certainly miss that. be a void uh, in both of our lives this evening. I saw um, a major improvement toward the end of the season, and I think a good sign is that they really – uh, narrowed that gap between the programs at Ripley and Point Pleasant. Uh, they gave the big blocks all they could handle in that uh, final home game. Yeah, Rube, I was really impressed with the way they finished the season. They finished 2-4 and four, uh, down the stretch once uh, Virgil took over at quarterback. Uh, had struggled early on in the year offensively. Uh, game six, I guess it was, they put Virgil in there and put him under center. And uh, he really transformed that offense, Rube, and, and, and made us super competitive down the stretch. Finished three and seven, uh, but two, two and four down the stretch with Virgil gives you some hope. Uh, moving into next year, we've got some playmakers coming back. Parker Boyd being one of them, Aiden D'Amico. Uh, you know, I hate to start naming names because you're going to leave somebody out. Chris Jenkins, an athletic player out there on the perimeter. Uh, so they gave us a lot to look forward to next year on the offensive side of the football. And like you said, narrowed the gap uh, with, with Point Pleasant, which has been a team that has dominated us over the last decade. So certainly a lot to be excited about. And you had a chance to talk to Virgil Myers. I did. It was It's amazing, Rube. Virgil, uh, how, what an effect he had on this football team on all sides of the ball, defense, offense, special teams, uh, and from a leadership aspect. He's not a super vocal guy. He's one that kind of leads by example. And, uh, you know, you watch how much fun he's having out there, uh, smiling from ear to ear, even in those tight uh, moments of the ball game where you got to have a big play. That keeps everyone loose. And you could really see that and, and start to see that take effect uh, late in the season. So it was great to chat with Virgil. I know he was excited about the way things finished, and now he's uh, focusing on basketball. So Virgil goes from one sport to the next. All right, let's, let's take a look at the, uh, at the fall <clears throat> programs. They're all wrapped up now. Uh, cross country, um, Ellie Hassefluck uh, qualified for the state class AAA meet for the third consecutive year. She placed 16th down at Cabell Midland. She's phenomenal. Uh, I know that's not the finish that she was probably hoping to have, but, uh, you know, uh, she'll learn from it. She'll come back next year, be uh, faster, stronger, and uh, I expect her to have a big year next year uh, coming back. Uh, after this year, she, she dealt with some injury lat the previous year, so this was a good bounce-back year for her, and ne next year I expect even bigger things. And volleyball. Um Again, had a strong season. Um, they were eliminated from the sectional tournament by a very strong Parkersburg High team. Yeah, Parkersburg, a tough matchup for them. And when they played earlier in the regular season, it was a similar result. Uh, but you certainly don't want to take anything away from the outstanding season the Lady Vikes had. Uh, 24 wins in the regular season. Uh, that is certainly something to be proud of. And, and Coach Brenda Moore did a great job with those girls. Now let's look ahead to uh, to the winter sports. I know you had a chance to talk with both uh, John Kennedy and Derek Mullins, the head coach of the Vikings and the Lady Vikes. Yeah, they they're both of those guys excited about uh, this upcoming basketball season, as they should be. They return 
uh, a lot of uh, players from last year's teams on both sides. Coach Kennedy will return four of five starters. Uh, Sophie Nichols has improved a lot uh, in the offseason. McKinnon Hall, you know what you're going to get out of her. Steady, solid play. Aaron Ryan, a bit of an X factor uh, for this team and uh, kind of an underrated player. He, he's really excited about this team, and I think they're po- poised to have a big year. And Coach Derek Mullins, uh, obviously, <laughs> when you have uh, the, the roster he has, uh, Rube, with that size, with, with Luke and Brady in there in the post, you've got Cade, you've got Isaiah, you've got Dylan out on the perimeter, along with Virgil. Uh, Parker Boyd will play some this year and be a contributor. Uh, he's deep. And I think you're going to see a team that's going to play some chaotic defense uh, and shuffling players in and out uh, in an effort to uh, tire teams out late in the in the ball game. So it, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I think uh, both programs have beeped up their schedule accordingly. I know uh, Coach Kennedy with the Lady Vikings, they have games against Capital, George Washington, Parkersburg, Brook. They're playing uh, some of the big schools. And for the Vikings, they added teams like uh, – Robert C. Bird, uh, Marietta, and two games with the Parkersburg Big Reds. You and I talk about it. It's a fine line. You want to test your team uh, throughout the regular season, but you don't want to make it so brutal that you don't uh, get an opportunity to have some success. So it will be interesting to see how it pans out uh, with the the schedules being beefed up a little bit. But I think both of these teams are are set to, to be able to compete in that uh, venue with those bigger bigger schools. And uh, we'll see how it unfolds here in a month or so. And uh, looking at wrestling, I know um, you never have to worry about Matt Smith beefing up his schedule <laughs> because he always wrestles the <laughs> toughest teams in the state. Uh, and the numbers are good for the Viking uh, wrestling program. They've won uh, two conference championships in a row on the middle school level. So we can see that... Uh, that uh, talent is starting to funnel up to the high school level, and they should be fun to watch. Yeah, Rube, uh, really excited about Coach Matt Smith and his program. He, as you've mentioned several times, he does a great job, uh, even uh, with that very, very difficult schedule that he throws out there in front of his uh, club every year. And I am, like you, I'm very excited about this younger group of Vikings coming up from the middle school uh, in all sports. You look at baseball, wrestling, obviously, uh, and, and you got some really good football players coming up. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the wrestling program just continues to elevate and get better with these younger players. And Brian, I had an opportunity to talk with a Fairmont State women's soccer coach, Cornell Borneo, and he has three uh, former Lady Vikings uh, on the Falcon roster, and they are in the midst of the Mountain East Conference uh, playoffs and uh, and some major contributors there from the Viking program. Yeah, it's like Lady Vikings North, Rube. <laughs> they've got uh, three girls there competing, and they've been in that program for a while. Uh, and they've got a good program. Uh, I talked to uh, John Kennedy again, mentioning him once again, talking about his daughter Taylor. Uh, and uh, he's really excited about uh, what's in front of them. Thinks they have an opportunity to make some noise uh, in uh, conference or in the uh, uh, tournament, and uh, hopefully uh, see what can happen. Maybe win a, win a trophy or two. And I'm going to give a plug uh, to the Viking Marching Band. They are hosting their big event of the year, Viking Fest. It's their it's a major uh, fundraiser for them, and that was the event that was postponed from earlier this fall due to the. Uh, the 
hurricane and and projected bad weather, but uh, that will be happening on Saturday beginning around 11 o'clock at Memorial Stadium. And did they strike gold with weather? Uh, moving from the, the weather issues uh, when it was initially slated to what looks like is going to be an absolute beautiful day tomorrow. So we encourage everyone to get out and support uh, the pride of Jackson County, and we wish them the best. Hope you enjoy Viking 360. He led the Viking football team in both rushing and passing yards. Now Virgil Myers turns his attention to basketball. All right, welcome back inside the podcast. Joined now by Viking junior quarterback, Virgil Myers. Virgil, thanks for being with me, bud. Thank you. Good uh, good finish to the year. Uh, once you got in there under center, uh, we won two of our last four games. And, uh, man, you were playing outstanding. How much fun was that for you? I, it was a blast. I <laughs> – I was just glad to be back there and lead my team to a win. Tell me uh, what it was like for you, man. I mean, you played all over the field this year. You played receiver. You you carried the ball some out of the backfield. You were playing defense. You punted. You returned kicks. Uh, there really wasn't much you didn't do this year, and you excelled at, at everything that you did. What was the difference this year and last year uh, in the jump for you? Was it physical? Was it mental? Was it all the above? Because you were good last year. You were outstanding this year. I just worked a lot harder in the weight room and focused more on football during the offseason. This team started to gel a little bit at the end. What do you think that was, Virgil? Uh, you know, you guys uh, really seem to start enjoying it a little bit. And I know when you win, it's always more fun to win. That makes things more fun. But you guys were playing as one uh, really well over the last month of the season. Yeah, we just started working together more in practice. And once we started winning, we just kept going. How much did the finish, you guys nearly knocked off Point Pleasant. You had an unbelievable game, 215 yards rushing. Uh, you did it all. What does that game and the, the wins leading up to that do for you going into the off season and, and looking forward to next year? It gives us uh, motivation for next year, upcoming football season. So you go straight from the football field to the basketball court. That's where we're at right now. You're getting ready to start basketball here in a week or so. What do you think? your success in football will do for you carrying over into into basketball it will probably help me be more of a leader on the basketball court and just have fun can we keep calling you mr excitement because jeff waybright coined that for you and i kind of like it so i'm going to keep using it are you okay with it yeah i'm fine with it <laughs> virgil thanks man great season congratulations on the way you guys finished and best of luck in basketball we look forward to following you thank you After successful off-seasons on the court, both Ripley High basketball coaches Derek Mullins and John Kennedy say they are ready to tip things off. Happy to welcome back into the podcast two guys that are going to get a lot, see a lot of me, and I'm sorry about that, but that just is what it is over the next few months. Uh, Derek Mullins, boys coach, John Kennedy, girls coach, Ripley High School basketball. Guys, thanks for being with me. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate everything. Thanks for having us back. It's time, man. I mean, we're out, we're, I'm here interviewing you now, and behind us in the Chansey Walker building, the boys are having a little uh, open gym. Guys are getting after it. We'll start with you, Coach Mullins. Uh, you've been looking forward to this. This is an exciting time. 
I know you're excited about the roster. You're bringing back. Yeah, we have pretty much everybody back. We lost two uh, good seniors, um, but for the most part, everybody's coming back. That kid's been working really hard in the offseason, summer, and then into the fall. And uh, just finished out our last fall game uh, at Sissonville, beating Hoover. Uh, ended up being 11-1, and so we had a really good fall uh, record so far, and we've really been working on some things that we need to uh, work on to get ready for this uh, upcoming year. But kids are excited. They they know what's ahead of us, and uh, we're uh, looking forward to the opportunity. Coach Kennedy, your fall season was uh, a success, too. You guys played really well, and you're returning a lot of uh, starters from last year's season. I know you're pretty excited as well. Yeah, we're going to bring back four of the starters that we had last year. Um, we've had some other girls step up here in the off season and putting a lot of time in. Uh, we've got an addition with Abby Eastman that uh, came here last spring, and she's gelled extremely well with the girls, and I think everybody's going to like how she plays and the intensity, not only that she brings, but with Mac and Aaron and Sophie and Morgan and got Liv Greathouse coming in. And we've got some underclassmen that are going to step up, hopefully, and, and play their roles, and it's going to be an exciting year. How difficult is it going to be to fill Key's role for you? She was a, a really good player for you. Did a lot of things that helped helped you guys win games that sometimes didn't get in the in the scoring column. Uh, what's that going to be in, a, in replacing her? Because I know the other girls know their role real well. That's going to be a tough role to replace. Yeah, Key was uh, huge for us not only in the second half of the season. But just being with us, with me, for four years as a senior, she took care of a lot of things in the locker room and squashed a lot of drama. Uh, and just her presence out on the court, on the bench, in the locker room, you know, it's hard to replace that vocal leader. And I've challenged some other girls uh, the other evening that they need to step up and be our leaders this year. Uh, and hopefully they do. Uh, we're definitely going to miss Key. Fortunate for us, uh, she's got to get a, get a lot of volunteer hours for her school. So we filled out volunteer papers, and she's going to come back again uh, her so-called COVID year, but she can't play. Yeah. <laughs> but she's going to be with us for our run this year. Coach Mullins, uh, you know, your team, your guys took the season off in the fall and didn't play some fall sports that they've been playing in the past, focused on basketball. They ought to hit the ground running. Uh, from your perspective, there better be no excuses when thing when you roll the ball out there here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we had a couple guys uh, that didn't end up playing football this year, and they've really been focusing on the game. Um, something I mentioned at halftime of the Point Pleasant games, our guys have been really getting in the gym, trying to get more shots up. Um, that was kind of our MO last year. We couldn't shoot the ball a whole lot. A couple guys could shoot it, but everything else was trying to throw it inside, throw it inside. But uh, the kids are starting to shoot a lot better. We're starting to gel more as, better as a team. Um, something else I mentioned at halftime was how we – uh, did a lot of team bonding things, and I think that's huge when it comes to chemistry, not a let alone uh, beginning of the season, but middle and then towards the end of the season, whenever things are rocky, uh, how you kind of go about things and kind of keeping it keeping it afloat, so to speak. So uh, that's that's been something huge for us. And then we have a couple uh, guys that were juniors that are going to be seniors this year that are really becoming leaders for us and kind of being vocal leaders, so to speak, to where they're uh, getting on kids if they're not in here and um, doing what they need to be doing. Um, so uh, that's really going to help us out down the road. But uh, exciting year for us I know with both of you guys and I'll start with you coach Mullins it begins and ends with defense uh, if you want to get on the field or get on the, the court rather and score you better play defense on the other end tell me about your team's defense you're going to be big you're going to be pretty long uh, you ought to be able to create some havoc every bit of it um we uh, where we have I think we have some depth this year we have eight or nine guys I think we can play maybe ten possibly 
um, to where we can get up and down. Um, our, our guards can be uh, rotating, um, getting some time uh, rest-wise, I think, is huge for our guards and, of course, our bigs as well uh, to where we can get up and down quite a bit. Um, two things that's really going to be key for us this year, of course, is defense and rebounding the basketball, limiting to one possession. That's something we really were focused on uh, during this fall was really boxing out to where we have size to where we don't rely on Luke or Brady, but our other guards need to do their job. All five on the floor need to do their job, not two or three, because uh, if there's two or three that aren't doing their job, usually the ball finds them, and uh, those second-chance points usually get you, and that's how you lose games, I feel like, whenever we lost uh, six or seven games this past year to four to five points. So uh, just little things like that, minor details, uh, become big details whenever it comes to a, a season like this. So, Coach Kennedy, your team could play some defense last year too, but I know they're going to be better this year, even with Key not being in there, uh, you know, anchoring the – inside but you got Mack on the outside who's a good defender uh you got Aaron Ryan who's a sneaky defender and a stat stuffer uh on the court everywhere and Sophie she's worked out really hard in the offseason she's got stronger she's a little taller a little uh you know longer she's a, a uh, difficult uh person to get around on the perimeter because she is so uh lanky and able to defend uh, bigger and and maybe uh, girls is a good matchup for tell me about your defense coach I know again and, and you're grinning when I say defense I, you you just smile because that's where it all starts with you as well yeah we've got to uh, execute uh, a lot better on the defensive end this year uh, I was watching a lot of game film from our fall league and I was fortunate enough to watch Taylor play about every Sunday up at Fairmont and you know I would critique film get with Coach Nichols, Coach Hall, and say, guys, we've got to fix this, you know, where we can start off, you know, on both feet where we're not having to re review so much. But with those three girls that you said, you know, Max Mutter never quits. Erin has picked up her game tremendously. I think she's gained more confidence this offseason than she ever has in two years. Uh, Sophie's defensive effort uh, is getting better. It's not where I want it to be, but it has come a long way since she was a freshman. She's starting to get a little bit more fire underneath of her to where she wants to go out and get those loose balls, get those blocks, get deflections. And then we've got to just – it's got to trickle down. It's got to have a snowball effect to everybody else. When they see Mac, I mean, they're always going to see Mac going as hard as they can, Aaron going as hard as she can. Sophie going in, it's just going to trickle down to Morgan and, you know, Abby and Liv and Jilly Butler was in here the other night playing and, you know, working out. And that's always great to see. So – I'm not too concerned about our defense, but like Coach Mullins touched on, there's a lot of little details that we have to fix. And one of our Achilles heels is we're not very big, but when it comes to rebounding, you know, it just comes down to effort, making contact, you know, and going and getting. And too many times in the fall league, we had one or two crashing the boards and we had three stand out on the perimeter, which is unacceptable. But those are little things that we'll work on and focus on in practice and, and improve on. Coach, you start next week, correct? Yes, sir. Let's go. Coach Mullins the week after, right? Yep, November 14th. Guys, looking forward to it. Uh, get used to seeing my smiling face over the next couple of months. Looking forward to some Viking hoops. Thanks for being with me. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you. He has coached 12 West Virginia State champions during his tenure as wrestling coach at Ripley High. Matt Smith would like nothing better than to add more to that impressive list. Coach, uh, wrestling season just about here. Uh, tell us about uh, how things are looking. Uh, what are the prospects for Viking wrestling in the, in the upcoming season? Uh, I think things are pretty bright. Um, we've got a really good group of guys coming back. Um, and then we also have 
um, some really good freshmen coming in and, and some, some new guys that um, just in some preliminary early season workouts have, um, you know, started looking strong already. It's just one of those things they're picking up pretty quick and um, things like that. So um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the year. I just want to kind of get, get rolling and get going. Um, so we won't know officially who all we'll have till we really get it, get going. Um, but at the same time, you know, with the overall group that we, that we do have, we're, um, it's, it's definitely exciting. And coach, I, I know wrestling is, is somewhat unique and it, it's not just enough to have numbers. You have to have numbers in the right weight classes to make that work. So, uh, how is that shaping up for you? Uh, I know it's early. Uh, it, it's all it's early, and it's early enough to to be you know still worried about <laughs> as far as how things are going to shake out on that part. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is trying to get guys spread out a little bit. Um, I think we're going to have some um, kind of clusters of guys. It seems like a little bit, um, but um, you never know until we get going and, and guys start practicing every day and then you see where their weight goes sometimes guys will lose a decent amount some guys won't lose any and um it's just kind of a you know kind of wait and see like we've got a rough idea where guys are going to be but um of course we'll you know we'll have to finalize that once we get closer to weight certifications and things like that so um but i think we're going to have a pretty good overall i mean we're really going to have an overall good group um it's just going to be a big big question whether we can get those guys spread out um, to, to cover, you know, all 14 weight classes or we'll have, you know, several guys around the same weight. So, yeah. uh, Coach, uh, uh, tell us uh, uh, about the schedule that you have put together. I know you always try to get uh, a challenging schedule put together for your team. Uh, tell us how that is shaping up. Uh, it's going pretty well. Um, our schedule is pretty much done. Um, it's just a matter of, um, kind of finalizing um, some teams for some from for some quads and uh, tries and things like that. But um, yeah, we we try to see the best we possibly can and give these guys a real broad range of different um, teams that they wrestle, so that way they get to see different different styles and the you know different uh, some of the toughest people in the state. And then um, some cases we travel out of out of state a little bit and go to um, the Top Gun Tournament in Ohio, the North Canton Tournament in Ohio. Both of those. Um, we've been going to for the last several years and are always really, really tough. So, um, and it gives these guys, like I said, different guys to wrestle with. And, you know, the big thing is getting, getting that to where you're building throughout the season and you can really start to peak whenever it really matters at the end of the year. And I think if you don't, if you don't go through those challenges during the season, you know, how are you going to be prepared at the end when it really, really matters? So, um, that's the way I look at it. And we, we try to, you know, try to keep it as beefy as we can with that. Um, Coach, as for assistance, who do you have uh, helping you this season? Uh, this season we've got Ethan Ethan Kuntz and Jared Hughes are back. Um, both of those guys have been um, with us the last couple of years, um, and I think they benefit us um, quite a bit. Ethan's got the kind of youthful perspective on things, and uh, it's it's uh, it's good to have him where he's a little bit um, a little bit closer to their age, and a little bit he just gives me a little bit um, of that kind of viewpoint. And then uh, Coach Hughes has been involved with wrestling for a long time. He was he was the head coach at Ravenswood for several years when they were in a at the time they were having several state champs and state placers and things like that. And um, since that time, he took over, you know helped out with the midget league and then middle school and then now at the high school. So um, I'm really glad to have him. He gives kind of the um, the more experienced uh, viewpoint as well. Um, so I get kind of both of those those guys, and I think the more input you have, the more. 
um, opinions you have on things, um, the better decisions you can make and the, um, the better, better we can get things across to these guys and really get them where they need to be. Um, so those are the two main guys. And then we have um, a couple others that will be helping here and there. Um, Tim Brown is, is, uh, uh, has been involved in, in Ripley wrestling for a long, long time. And um, just he's want to kind of be there, help out occasionally here and there. Um, and then Franklin Howerton um, as well. Um, he's actually helped, He's actually running our youth league this year, um, which is real exciting to have him at that level. But um, he may come in and help a little bit here and there as well. Um, so um, definitely glad to have you know those those group of guys helping me out. Um, and you know, I think like I said before, the the more people we, the more good people we can have involved in the program, the better. And I think that that's uh, um, going to be a good thing for. For these guys and we'll you know progress from there and uh things uh, have to look pretty bright for the future i think the middle school team has put to, to, to put together a uh, back-to-back uh, conference championship so uh, things are looking strong as far as the the young talent coming up yeah absolutely and they're they're a really good group of kids too i mean that's the one thing that i i look at like i don't you know, it's not that I don't care if they're good or not when they come in. Um, of course, I'd rather them be as uh, prepared as possible. But at the same time, they're just a good group of kids that um, I'm really excited to work with and see where they can um, where they can end up. And with those guys, you never know how things are going to transition that first year. Um, but my job is to try to get them there as quick as humanly possible. And um, that's really um, – it's the challenging part, but at the same time, it's exciting and fun um, to be able to see – you know how much they can progress during the year um to where maybe you know, even if they have a rough december you know um it may be all, for all the best as they're like i said before getting better and better prepared as the season goes through and um really come on strong when it really counts and um i think these guys are um persistent enough and they've um they obviously have a decent amount of talent so um you know when you combine those two things you know, the sky's the limit. So we're, I'm really excited to get going and get going with those guys. Um, so coach, thank you very much for your time and uh, good luck as the season gets started. Okay. Thanks for appreciate it. Three Ripley grads are helping Fairmont state have a good season in women's soccer. Coach Cornell Borneo talks about the contributions of Taylor Kennedy, Mackenzie Gillespie, and Gracie Smith. Coach, you had uh, two players on your uh, roster from Ripley that uh, were recognized uh, on the all-conference teams. And why don't you just tell us a little bit about the uh, the seasons and the careers of um, Taylor and McKenzie. Okay. Yeah, well, um, Taylor McKenzie, obviously, um, this is my second year with the program. Um, I came here, and, and they were here um as players, they, they were recruited before I, I got here, but um, I've seen massive improvements in, in both players from you know from here from when I was here last year to now. Um, Taylor is, is, I would say, mentally and and she's one of the toughest you know players that I've I've, I've come across in terms of being focused, and she's just a competitor. Um, and you know, she brings that that kind of competitive nature and mindset. And um, same same with Mac too. Mac is whole business, and um, you know Mac is such a hard worker um, on our team. You know she brings a lot to the table in terms of her, her energy, her work rate, um, just you know just 
taking charge. That's that's the type of player Mark is, and, and I really, uh, you know, as as uh, I'm very happy because they are West Virginia players, and, and West Virginia players are I feel that in the soccer world are not really recognised that much, and I say that because you know I'm not from here, but um, you know my kids were born here too as well so i consider you know i am a west virginian so i'm very happy when west virginia kids can do well especially coming from a small town like ripley um they represented the school well they represented the state well um you know last year we were eight eight and three this year we are eleven three and four and you know and we still going strong so they have a lot credit a lot to those girls um for where we are and they are two seniors and two leaders on the team too as well and coach, I know you've had a, a strong season, and you have a big game uh, coming up on Friday against West Virginia State. You had a, a close match with them earlier on. Tell, tell us about that game coming up. Well, it's a uh, it's it's a good team. You know, we got to give them the respect. You know, they are, I believe they're seventeen one and one. Um, you know, we we felt we felt we played them a very good game. And we feel very confident going into the game. You know, we have a nice little game plan. Uh, we're going to go out and, you know, hopefully the girls can execute it. And, and you know, and I can, you know, see us walking away to win um, against that team. Um, we, 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 we are up for the challenge. You know, we, we, we feel confident. We are playing well. And, and the girls are looking, actually looking forward to playing that game. And uh, last time we played them there, we felt like it was a home game for us because we had so much support from Ripley that came out. So we are away from home, but we had a home crowd there, which which was excellent. And the girls kind of really fed off of that. And we know um, on Friday it's going to be the same. So we are looking forward to the support um, from from the you know the. The parents and the and the fans and the support that that the Ripley girls is bringing. You know, Gracie, although she didn't make uh, first team or second team, Gracie is a huge part of the uh, of our success too as well. And you know, she's a girl from Ripley, so I definitely want to you know give her a shout out and give her some credit too as well as one of the Ripley girls. Coach, uh, thank you for your time and good luck as you uh, proceed through the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for a big game on Friday, but. Looking forward to the support from the Ripley fans for sure. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.